So, Lucy, how's the book going? I'm now over halfway. Oh my goodness, awesome. Okay, this is right for me, right for you, and we're definitely going to write a book this year. Yes, one of us already has. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> not me. I've finished, um, but you're getting close. Those were just very exciting. Nano been going obviously pretty good but i want i want more details uh yeah it's going good it's um i'm kind of impressed and surprised with myself in that i think well barring the last week which we'll talk about um <laughs> my first like week and a half especially were very like the most um regular i've been at getting the word count like i think a first day out of the out of the the door i hit the word count and then went a little over and then every day I was like going a little bit over the daily word count so I was kind of building a buffer um, which was good because I, I knew I was going to have to my mom was having surgery so I was going to have to go like do traveling and not be in like a stable writing environment so I knew that I wanted like two days of just not having to worry about it which I wasn't ahead enough all two days worth but I at least wanted to be you know as in in, in as good a position as I could be um and that worked. Uh, that did, though, like, as predicted, all the traveling did kind of throw my writing off. So I've had a little bit more trouble, like, building back up to the really good habits I had of, like, the first week and a half. But mm-hmm. um, but I'm getting there. Yeah, it's, you got time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, like, I'm still, I think at this point, I'm a couple days behind. Um, and I'm just trying to focus on meeting at least the, like... The, you know, 1667 daily word count and then trying to go uh, up beyond that whenever I can to sort of make up um, the extra stuff there. But it's it's going it's going pretty well. Yeah. Do you feel like it's also words that the book needs? Like you feel like you're actually getting through your plot and like getting the book going as well as hitting nano goals? Yes and no. I'm kind of over the last couple of years, I've done way more like writing long projects outside of nano than I typically have done. Um, Just frequently my big pushes happen in nano and then I tend to do lots of editing and rewriting the other times. But the last couple of years it, I've been doing way more just like writing on my own of big projects. And I do think that that ultimately leads to more polished manuscripts, just, you know, um, naturally because i mean you're not doing it as much as a, of a rush yeah yeah there's uh, no incentive to just write just write it's it's always just focused on what the book needs yeah so i'm really thinking of this as more like almost like a really really extensive outline brainstorm document like there's going to be some stuff i'm going to keep but there's probably going to be a lot that i'm going to redo um and only time will really tell for that but i've definitely like figured out a lot of things a lot of like character beats a lot of like development that i didn't have before um i've had some really progressive like writing nights where i I get a lot done and then ones where i'm just kind of like having the characters live their days so that i can get somewhere anywhere Um, yeah but yeah it's it's working it's working pretty well and i i'm really going to be curious uh to see what i have at the end of the month and then what i'm going to kind of start doing in december or january 
um, as far as like where to take this specific manuscript next. Yeah. No, I'm very interested in seeing like what this ends up doing for you, because I know that this is a story that needed you to fall in love with it a little bit. Like it had such a really exciting idea. It all started with this short story that she was working on for class and that I I fell in love with. And I know that in order to make it a novel, like you had to just have this extra level of like mental and emotional involvement with it. And I feel like if whatever draft you get done this year accomplishes that, then that's like the most important thing. And if just the habit of working on it every day in Nano, like if if that's all that does, that's that's a lot. <laughs> that's like a big deal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's really helping me kind of figure out what type of story I want to be telling. Um, like, part of me wants to kind of make it more of an ensemble piece, which in a way has always been what it is. But in order to do that, I need to flesh out so many more of the characters than just the main two. And um, kind of try to decide if I'm keeping that mainly within, like, this little circle of characters or, you know, like, like who exactly is my ensemble cast if it's an ensemble cast. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of like sitcoms. I'm rewatching all of uh, Boy Meets World because, uh, yeah, Escapist ninety TV is where I am. Yeah, uh, <laughs> '90s TV anyway. <laughs> um, and so I kind of am going for that kind of like, you know, sitcom people in a cafe type, you know, friend group hanging out feeling. But I'm not sure if that's what I want it to be, or if that's you know where it's ultimately going to end up being. And it, it's still a progress or a, a process, and I'm, I'm enjoying it overall. Yay. Yeah. And how are you doing on your projects? <laughs> okay. So uh, my nano was definitely not happening this year, which is always kind of a sense of loss. Um, and I know that for anyone listening to this in order as it comes out, that will be really, it'll feel ridiculous because I just talked a big game about nano. And then, I'll, and then the <laughs> next episode, I'm like, oh, I'm giving up. But I think it's a more complicated situation than that, which is that um, my brother got the opportunity to do a pitch for an anthology comic that we we're both interested in. And he asked to bring me on as a writer and our pitch got accepted and I need to have the script done by the end of the month. So mm -hmm. that just had to take precedence and I could not work on both at the same time. It was just not going to happen. So we've spent a couple weeks like going over this plot and now I have, you know, like nine days left to <laughs> finalize the script. And of course, like a script for a single issue of a comic is about 22 pages. And you'd think, oh, 22 pages of comic script – it is easier to write than 20,000 words of, of a prose novel, right? But it's that this script has to be the finished, like, actual script as opposed to 20,000 words of exploration. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, is, oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. And I mean, to remind both listeners and you, you did just finish writing a book. Like, I did. <laughs> it's okay for you to write something else this month. Yes. Absolutely. Like, I really like the project that I was going to work on. And I'm very comfortable with the idea that I will work on it later. Um, because now that I'm working on this script, which is a lot of fun, like it's so different from anything else I've been doing, but it's right up my alley. And it's been collaborative with my brother, which is really fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we've been really enjoying working on it together. I've been enjoying working on it with him. I assume he's enjoying working on it with me. He's doing a great job of pretending if he's not. Um, <laughs> but no, it's been really fun. It's so different from everything else we've been doing. And so it's actually like using different parts of my brain 
And in all of that, I'm actually just feeling very, very ready to edit um, the novel that I wrote this year, which is great because that is definitely what the next phase of our podcast is going to be. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I will be very ready for that when it's time because this is like, this is filling other needs. And maybe I, maybe I won't try to write two novels in a year because that's maybe more than I can actually put the time and effort it deserves into. (laughs) Wee! It is though, like, I, we've all had those months where Nano just does not work. <laughs> yes. And I mean, oh, that's today's topic. It is. <laughs> um, I know for me, it's like there there have been some months where it's, you know, it's kind of obvious from the start it's not going to work because it's like the last term of college or, you know, I have a giant project going on. And, you know, sometimes it just, you know, doesn't doesn't line up with your life that time but i have noticed that we have a tension uh, uh i've noticed that we have a, a tendency to have disasters occur in <laughs> in november, november just yeah. us personally and <laughs> what's what's up with that rob yeah i don't know we definitely have a history of this like we do <laughs> yes i think the big one, the big one, the first time that my giving up on Nano was something that was completely externally mandated as opposed to me having problems with my writing mm-hmm. was in college. And it was, I don't know, within my last two years of school. And I was walking home from class and it was like 4.30 p.m. And I was crossing at a crosswalk And some guy just did not stop his truck in time and hit me. And I'm fine. Like, I'm not a ghost talking to you now. (laughs) Like, it's fine. Um, It really messed up my ankle. It weirdly didn't do that much more. But I was in shock for a while. I was really lucky that a group of nurses who I believe were going to, like, a Native American nurses, like, conference. Like, were across the street and saw the whole thing. And they, like, helped, like call the cops and an ambulance like they really really helped me out um and and said they would vouch for me if the guy wanted to claim that he wasn't in the wrong which he was because it was a crosswalk and he hit me with a car like it was not (laughs) there there was no way and like it all turned out okay but it wouldn't have been okay if not for lucy letting me sleep on her couch for a couple for like over a week because it just so happened that that November was a November that I was about to move from one apartment that was sort of close to her campus and kind of close to my campus. We did not go to the same college, but we two colleges in the same city that are within a walking distance of each other. Like I was moving to a different apartment and I had only just begun packing. I also had multiple pet rats in that apartment, but I couldn't um, get back and forth from that room easily. Like, I just couldn't do that when I was on crutches, but I could much more easily get back and forth from Lucy's apartment to my school. So I really only missed like one day of school and I went right back because I was a 
bizarrely dedicated student. I remember I had like a self-portrait and cake that I had to turn into a class yeah. and we managed to do that. And just like we did wild things. I cannot yeah. believe how dedicated I was and like how <laughs> wild like I would not I would not ever ask someone to do those things. Like I, I look at this and I'm like, why didn't I just like take a week off and just sleep? But I mostly <laughs> did and I slept at your house and uh, we moved some rats to her apartment. And then, like, my my mother and little brothers, I believe, came and packed up everything in my old apartment and moved me to the new apartment. And, yeah, I didn't get any writing done. Yeah, and weird. Magical. <laughs> weird, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So that was my I... biggest ever November disaster. And it was definitely, like, the moving was already going to really get in the way of writing. And the fact that I was in college was kind of getting in the way of writing. But then, like, getting hit by a car and being in the hospital and coming home and just, like, barely being able – like, it just took so long to get from place to place um, on crutches. And it took a really long time for me to be able to, to, to be any kind of mobile. And it was a, you know, really eye-opening. Like, it taught me a lot of things. But it was also – including, like, how – good and kind my friends are and how much she lucy would put up with my butt just being on her couch <laughs> for so long <laughs> well and it was really like if memory serves it was you staying there but our other friend who you were going to move into the apartment with was had already been staying at my house oh my so, goodness yeah and i think you were staying initially because um my couch was you know, a couch, whereas your bed was like an air mattress. Oh my goodness! So you yeah, no, get I down definitely. To it. <laughs> that was definitely part of it. It was that I could get up and down from your couch. I mm -hmm. do believe I called you before I called my parents when I was oh, in the hospital. Like, I, I'm I do pretty remember, sure I did. Like, I because you called me, and I remember I had me and, and our other friend had to take this like harrowing taxi ride to get to you because I didn't have my car up there yet. Oh and my goodness. Because I think I was in like soft, I was sophomore or something. It was yeah. before I, um, before I brought my car up. Because I eventually did that once I had a job. And yeah, I didn't have a car at the time either. So I, so we had to take this cab ride, and the hospital in Portland is like up on a hill, and this cab driver was driving so fast on these really windy little roads, and there was a moment where I was like, "We're going to get to the hospital because we will fall off this road, and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and an ambulance to... will have to take yes. y'all." And I'll have oh, to explain no. to Robin that we can't pick her up because we're also in the emergency room. It's just going to be the worst. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we got you, and we got you back, and. We, I don't remember, I don't think I had to help you move too much. I think because your mom and brothers um, and our other friend were, you know, all, also yeah. moving into the I'm the sure place. our friend Lucas also did a whole lot of work I'm for sure. me there. I'm, I'm certain, sure I'm well. certain that he did. We had like, because I, and he eventually moved into the same building we were moving into. So I like, it's all <laughs> of this sort of is like coming back to me and like, oh man, I cannot believe the number of people who helped get me out of that apartment, which like. It was a one-room utility apartment. I had a lot of rats, though. Mm. No, I think you just had the one. Didn't you? Oh no, maybe no, you, no, no. Maybe you'd had the you'd gotten had, the babies at that point. I, no, I think yeah, because I think I had three rats. I'm pretty yeah. sure that none of whom could live together. So there were like three entire <laughs> rat cages worth of little friends that had to be moved. And I know that oh. like that night, I would not. I know that that very night, I made you guys go get Oscar. 
for I'm me sure. because like I couldn't I couldn't be that be apart from my beloved like yeah. rest in peace Oscar the sainted he was Oscar your emotional support rat we all know. yeah yeah no <laughs> it's like I remember <laughs> oh so that was definitely like I think the biggest disaster that has occurred during the November for us but yeah there's been a number of ones where where something like even just getting really sick or something that oh, yeah. for a month or whatever. And Thanksgiving also, you know, always kind of um, throws a, a gear in the wrench or whatever. But yeah. If, if, if you were traveling for a big event with family, it's really hard to find like there, that, that could be several days worth of just your schedule being totally disrupted. Um, or if it's your responsibility to be making a meal or picking up people from the airport, which has definitely been the case for me quite a few times. Sure. It's like, I've been the one who needs to move people around. Um, I don't know. I've definitely had an emotional breakdown once or twice about my project, and that's its own kind of <laughs> November disaster. Yeah, there have been those. It's 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 always kind of. I mean, it is a challenge for a reason, right? Like there's um, there are a lot of people who will not complete it the first time through, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like I always say, if even if you kind of don't make it to the goal in the month, you've still probably gotten more writing done, and certainly more writing done on that specific project uh, than you probably would you know, had you not done NaNoWriMo. So I think it's always kind of um, kind of worth it to at least try it, even if all you did was come up with a project that you want to pursue later. Absolutely. Like, there um, is no need to write, first of all, a 50,000 word novel is pretty short, but there is no reason to feel like you need to write a novel in a month. It's really just how does this serve you? Can you use this <laughs> to help uh, again, you know, like fall in love with a project or focus on a project or get a bunch of writing done because everybody else is pumped up with you. Like, mm -hmm. that's the value of it. Yeah. Um, and all that said, I do have like a few tips if people like me are still going but are a little bit behind. <laughs> uh, and my first advice, although at the point this episode comes out, we're going to be a lot closer to that deadline. I think. I think they'll just be like three more days in the month, but Still, even then, have um, your advice anyway. People can yeah. listen to this in the future. Yeah, it's true. My my advice is don't stress too much about how far behind you are. Focus on trying to maintain that daily word count. Um, and I would say like the original daily word count. Have that be your um, your base every day now. Just at least trying to get to that. You're gonna have days where you're so like pumped into the story that you're gonna go beyond that sometimes without even noticing. So focus first on that. And then um, now the NaNoWriMo website, uh, it will self-calculate what your new daily goal is based on how many words you have left divided by the amount of days left, I assume. Ooh, cool. Um, yes, it's very useful. So I, I will use that as like my secondary goal, which usually is only like another two or 300 words, uh, depending on how behind you are. So like I try and get just basically hit the, you know, 1666. Then once I'm to there, it doesn't feel as bad to get another 200 or another 300, or another 400 words like it, you know, it obviously gets more and more difficult as that number gets higher but if you can at least keep that momentum up on all the days you are able to write it will make it a lot easier to just add on a little 
um, little bump here or there to kind of get back to those words. And then those last few days of NaNo, it seems like it's going to be hard. And I mean, it is definitely a challenge, but you will not know how motivating knowing you're that close to the end is. So like, it's oh, a lot yeah. easier to make up a few thousand words in the last couple of days when you're like, oh, I just have to hate myself for an evening <laughs> to get yeah. this done. Like, it's a lot easier and a lot more fun um, yeah. than you might expect. Making that one little sacrifice at the end of like, okay, I won't go do that fun thing. Not that we go do fun things in the year 2020 anyway but like <laughs> it's true like like the, like okay i won't watch this movie i won't play games for any time today like okay i'm going to you know type on my iphone in the bath or i'll do whatever it takes like it is easier to do that if it's once at the end it is way harder to force yourself to do that consistently throughout the whole time when you're like, oh, I'm a little behind. I better work really hard tomorrow. Like that mindset can be, I don't know, for somebody it might work great, but it really is not impossible to write 5,000 words in a day. Like that, that'll happen by accident all the time when you write all the time. So it's like, yeah, it's not that impossible. Like don't, yeah. don't let it be too intimidating. Yeah. And I really do recommend like word counts are really helpful, but I also find it good to kind of make my own personal like scene counts or scene goals, I guess, where like yeah. not so much I need to hit this word count, but I need to write all of this scene and then maybe start this next scene or I need to accomplish like, like I'll sit down and be like, okay, what do I want to get done? Well, I really need this character to play a bigger part so I need to have them on screen a bit or I need to introduce this character so that they can come back later and that'll be my goal for today and I find that is a little bit more of a, a like active help where you now have you've got your overall goal but now you actually have like your action plan like I am going to work on dialogue today or whatever but yeah. even dialogue is a little vague like I find it more useful to be like I know I haven't you know pursued this character perspective so we're going to do that or we're going to show the character's parents or we're going to have a, a day at school because we haven't done that in a while and yeah we need some me. action we need to yeah. actually like we need to explore these space politics like oh we need to see like <laughs> no I totally like I, I think that's actually really really wise especially for somebody who finds the page count to be or the the sorry the word count page count what are we talking Either, about whatever you're yeah <laughs> but like but anyone who finds that intimidating there's the like okay don't think about numbers think about the actual content quality mm -hmm. over quantity then right like think about what this is qualitatively you're like oh i just need five more scenes to get to the end of the story because that's what my outline says great can you write half a scene every day can you get halfway through that scene can you finish a scene each day and mm -hmm. then go back and flesh them out like yeah like that's a great way of looking at it i definitely think that is a good way to remind yourself that this is about writing a book not hitting numbers yeah and i will find it a lot easier to think about like the scene itself and then a lot easier to get that word count without even really realizing it. it's like if the goal becomes i need to immerse myself in a scene once i'm in that scene assuming that it's a good writing day it will just go and then eventually the scene will be over and i might have to start a second scene or i might have to like write up you know the first few sentences of the next scene just to hit the word count goal at that point but at least like the bulk of that work is done just by nature of how writing works and less yeah. of a like slog and that's a great way to keep up with your momentum mm -hmm. if you're like okay i need to finish this and then start the next one great way to keep momentum up on a story 
Mm-hmm. And if there's things that you know you really enjoy writing, like you might try and save those or at least come back to that when you really need to get that word count towards the end. Like if you know that you need this word count and you know you love writing like romance, save a really gushy romance scene for those last few days or at least, or for a day when you're stuck. Like if you're stuck, jump maybe ahead in time in your book a little and just write a, a scene that's coming up that you really want to be writing. And that will get you kind of through that, that, you know, inspiration block if you're just not feeling it at the time. Like try and utilize the things you know you enjoy to like get yourself writing. It's funny because a big piece of writing advice is always just don't write the boring stuff, only write mm-hmm. the interesting stuff and then find ways to transition between those scenes then. Um, mm-hmm. Make sure that the plot points that you know you need to hit will do them in a fun and interesting way that you enjoy writing. If you think this part is boring, why put it in? You can accomplish the same things with something less boring. Like, that advice is so close to the advice that you're giving here. And I think that it's because it's all very related, right? Like, do the thing that comes naturally if you possibly can. If you know you need to do things that are difficult because they take research or a lot of finesse, that doesn't mean it's like you shouldn't do it, obviously. You know, we're not just supposed to write the easiest thing you can write. It's more that if there is a big block and the block is this boringness, maybe Mm. there's a more interesting way to do it that is a little bit more in line with what you enjoy. Yeah, like there's a difference between boring and easy. Like if you're having trouble because it's just boring, write something else. If you're having trouble because it's actually like a kind of emotionally hard thing for you to write, well, that might actually still be worth it. Like that might yes. be the really good writing that you need to do, both for you and for the book. So, you know, it's it can be hard to kind of like gauge that. And I do think some boring writing is fine where you're just like, I don't know what to write, so they're going to go through their day. And oh, I decided to write a scene about them really loving pizza. And now I know a thing about the character. Like that can lead to really good stuff. But like yeah, if you're having ex- trouble getting going, just embrace the stuff that you like about the writing and then play around with that. Absolutely. Well, all that said, I think it's time to get back to writing. I think it is. Okay, Robin, I will make you a deal. If you write for me, I'll write for you. Deal. Happy writing. Bye.